Paramount Pictures presents Extreme Closer! Whoa! That was just like the first movie. Wait, it's Heather Locklear. There is a God. Heather be thy name. And Garth. I feel weird. In their first movie since their last one. What's it called? It's called, uh, duh. It's called Wayne's World 2. Yes! Wow. People need to be entertained. They need the distraction. It's a whole new world. Yeah, you are listening to Don't Be Guy, Guy Simple Linux. This is episode 281. I'm Mark, he's Mike. I'm ready to co. Start the tape. You ready to co-host? Ready to, ready to go? Co? I think I said ready to co. Ready to co. But uh, roll tape, let's do it. Yeah. Ah, we're live. Oh, we're rolling. Yeah. Okay, I knew that. <laughs> Oh, I feel like my chair just... Yeah, some... Uh, I feel lower? Some shifted there on the chair. Yeah. You were at... Uh, the base of your chair doesn't seem to be... Um, huh. Or maybe it's it's pushed back... It's a, you, yeah. It's pushed back against the wall, and so it's not tilting back all the way as far as it should. That might... Yeah. I don't know. I felt like something shifted under it. Yeah. All right. If I fall... You know, we'll, we'll just keep going. We're professionals. <laughs> we'll see how this goes. You know, that's why we just all need to go to beanbag chairs. Yeah. Oh, that'd be comfy. Think how cool this would be just full of beanbag chairs. Yeah. It'd be like a sultan's den. Yeah. You know, just a bunch of everything on the floor. Just pillows and beanbags. Beanbags. Maybe you just turn to a giant ball pit. Yeah. It's just the wall is lined with beanbag chairs, mm-hmm. which then create this ball pit swimming pool. Yeah. So, like, if you want to sit on beanbag, that's cool. But you can also chill in the ball pit. Yeah. Kind of, they take, they just kind of conform to your body. You just float in there, right? Yeah. Isn't that how a ball pit works? I don't know. Food. Some, something for me to consider. Yeah, think, think about that. Idea, yeah. Think about that. Didn't think about, you know, add, adding some features down here. Beanbag might be a good way to go. Beanbag's always a strong, yeah. strong way to go. Um, I got some... Better light. That's that's project one. Light, light yeah, lighting is. Maybe it's uh, a paint. Should I, should I paint? It's very white. Yeah, you might it's like do sterile. it. Do an accent wall. Yeah. You know. I don't know. Yeah. Accent wall yeah. would be good. Listeners, let us know. Do we need to put those um, eight curtains? Do we need to put some noise dampening? Well, we definitely need to. Yeah, we definitely need to get some acoustic um, yeah. dampening kind of stuff in here. I did go back. I listened to the first episode we ever recorded here. Deadpool episode two. 40-something, maybe. And uh, just by having, you know, a TV and some bookshelves and things, nine-day difference. It does kill... being in an yeah. empty empty room. It does kill the echo. Yeah, so yeah. It really does. Put, like, a blanket on the wall or something. Yeah. Give us some think. Yeah. Ah, something for me to think. Yeah. I watch some of those uh, home makeover shows. They yeah. never do podcasts. You know, you never see House Hunters where they're like, our must-haves. Well, we need... Detached single family home. I definitely would like a home office. And the husband ever chimes in with like, and a sweet podcast studio. No, they're not. You know, they're not. They need to do more for the for the everyday podcast. Yeah. on those shows. There's a billion podcasts. You're telling me that no one who's ever been our house owners has their own podcast. Everybody's got a podcast. Everybody. Yeah. Everybody's podcasting something. Yeah. I know a guy that has started five different podcasts. Oh, really? He just can't settle on one. Yeah, I think he just. He does, he does two shows and he's done. I was oh, like, man. I got this new idea. You got to tell him he's the brand. And so he can change <laughs> the idea. Like, just keep the same feed. Right. Maybe that's his gimmick. 
every two episodes he changes the topic. Yeah, that is a good shtick, though. Yeah, and just yeah, people are listening for him, not necessarily the content. Hey, yeah, just change it up, whatever answers you. He does it solo too. Yeah. I think that's a mistake. Man, yeah. When he it's told tough. me he was starting his podcast solo, I was like, you can't carry a podcast by yourself. Yeah. It takes a real pro. I mean, you got to be like, yeah, Howard. Well, Howard Stern doesn't even do a show by himself. Um, who, who's like uh, Colin Coward? You know, or a guy who could just talk for an hour. I'm yeah. amazed by that. I was like, man, he has no one really. I mean, he has like his producers or whatever. Every now and then he'll jump in, but he can just for an hour. Stephen A. Smith, his radio show. I'm not a big Stephen A. fan, but man, that guy for just an hour, it's just him talking. Yeah. yeah. Those are very select people who could just do that. I would run out of things. If I was doing this by myself, eight minutes, tops. <laughs> of just ideas. Here's the movie. I didn't like it. See you next week. Yeah. You do yeah. that weird thing where like you, you propose a question but you know no one's going to be able to answer you and you just kind of like let it linger out there. It's like a YouTube channel and those videos are only eight minutes long. Yeah. That's yeah. a vlog. Yeah, you can't go 40 minutes. Which, if you've got a podcast, it has to be 28. I'd say that's the minimum. I, like I think if you can do that in your podcasting, you already have a... You are either going to have a great show, yeah. or you are a weird guy living in your parents' basement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely good to have a, a little back and forth. It helps. Yeah. And then and then when, when you got just dead radio silence, yeah. you're doing it together. Mm-hmm. I'm you trying to share think You share the silence. Of my dozen podcasts I listen to, I don't think any of them, I can't, not, not a one, is just one guy. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't, uh, there's a lot of the, like, the big ones. Uh, like, I don't listen to Corolla. I remember him just being one guy. Wasn't Corolla? Yeah, he's got a whole, he's got a team. He's got a team. Yeah, and, and it's always an interview. Every episode. That's true. Yeah, a lot of, like, podcasts, most podcasts I think of, right, it's like, oh, they always have a guest on that they're interviewing yeah. or something. And That's true. I don't think I, I, yeah. I listen to any solo act. Just one guy talking. I guess the only one that's, yeah. Oh, yeah. Bill Burr? I guess his podcast is just him. Just him? And it is just like a a vlog of just what annoyed him this week. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we wish this guy, as we do all fellow podcasters, the best of luck. Oh, he's going to fail again. (laughs) He'll have podcast number six in the pipe. Just put them all on one feed. (laughs) Oh, well, outside of podcasts, what have you been watching? I tell you, Mark, um, I haven't watched much. Hmm. Um. I got them here. So I literally, this is all I've watched. Okay. I've watched the first four episodes of Atlanta Robin season. That's season two. Season two. Yes. And I forget they have a colon. Or like, it's like a, they named season two. I forget that. Yeah, it's just Robin season. Robin season. Yeah, um, which, that show, I really enjoy that show. Yeah. And I think what I most enjoy about it is I don't have any fucking clue what I'm watching. Yeah. The episodes are just like so out there, mm-hmm. but I like it. Yeah. But I like it. I mean, I get the, the gist, you know, Irv is trying to manage his cousin's right. rap career, but there's just so much weird shit going on, one off yeah. episodes, and I, and I love it. <laughs> um, 
And then uh, streaming on Hulu now. Hulu, yep, yeah. yep, it's on Hulu now. And then I, uh, I just needed something to fill some some silence, and because I've been kind of like, kind of stuck in the house. Yeah, watch Martin Scorsese's Silence. <laughs> with the had the dog had surgery, so yes. you know we're just taking care of the dog, and it's a lot of just eye on the dog, so right. doesn't like start doing something stupid. So I just fired up the office. Oh yeah, great show. I'm great background. Just about done with season two. Yeah, I mean that's just a great show to throw on at any time, and I'm still loving it. Yeah, I've, I've seen every episode probably two, three times. I've been watching The Office as well. Um, I don't know if you can hear it in my voice, but I'm kind of coming off a cold I had this weekend. Uh, so I did a lot of couch sleeping and a lot of oh. Nyquil. Oh, Nyquil! And Nyquil is weird to me because it's not going to knock me out for eight straight hours. It will knock me out for like two hours. And so I need just, like, something on, and my office, The Office was my go-to for the, this weekend. Throw it on season one, takes my cool, I fall asleep, I wake up two hours later, Netflix would be like, are you still watching? i say, yes, <laughs> I'm still watching. i hit okay, and then I'd go back to bed. Riddle me this. Yes. Can you change the settings on Netflix? Mm-hmm. So, one, maybe it doesn't do that, or yeah. maybe you can set it out for eight hours of watching before yeah. it does it. I don't know if you could set that. I wish they did. I, there should be a sick mode. Netflix, yeah. just know I'm gonna. I'm I'm sick. I'm on the couch. I, may, I want to watch. I may have eight left, hours of the office. I may have left the remote on the other side of the room. Yeah. Okay. Now, what about this? Have you figured out how to turn off autoplay on the fucking trailers? No. I hate it. I haven't. I hate that. that. More than anything. I, I hate them so much. What I do is I use my phone to... It won't... The trailers won't play on my phone. So I use my phone to go to the office, select office, and then I, I have a smart TV upstairs, and I say, take the office on my phone and put it on my smart television. That way I don't have to use the app. Mm. Because you go to the app. Boom. Man, I hate the autoplay. Russian doll. I hate the autoplay so much. Yeah. Drives me nuts. Like I'll be flipping through, and as you're flipping, it doesn't play. You know, it's when you stop on something. So you stop. But I'm like, oh, I'm flipping through. Oh, I'm gonna go grab a beer. Yeah. I just stop to go get a beer, and then it starts auto playing some trailer for some fucking show I don't want to watch. Netflix, I know you're listening. Yeah. Fix it. And you better because heard a lot of complaints. This dollar you're raising the prices, you're gonna lose a lot of customers. Are they though? No. Like no, I feel like it happened the last time they raised a dollar about what two years ago. Yeah. They're doing okay. Yeah. They're not gonna lose any customers. Not gonna be a mass exodus from Netflix. Although I said, if I was ever in the position where eleven dollars was too tight for me, and some people are, or some people just don't want to spend that much. Yeah. I have three subscription services. I have Hulu, Amazon, Netflix. Netflix would be the one to go. Because I do prefer the other two to Netflix. But $30 for my, uh, well, Amazon, you know, it's, you're playing annually. But work it out, it's like 10 bucks a month. I figured I was going with that. $30 is, you know, that, that's a good budget for my uh, online streaming services. But sure. if I ever need to cut one, Netflix. That'd be the one, you're huh? The, you're the one. Hmm. Yeah. It'd be a tough one for me to cut. I really enjoy Netflix. Yeah. But if you had to, you, one had to go. Gun to your head. Netflix. I mean, to me, Amazon, like, I'm paying for Amazon Prime. 
Yeah. That's just... Bo- the, the streaming for that is just bonus for me. Right. Like, if I had to pay extra for the Amazon streaming bonus, uh, I wouldn't. If you had 10, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, would, like, I wouldn't be doing that. I would just be, uh, be cool in my free yeah. two-day shipping. But, yeah. But anyway, yeah. that's all I've been watching. There you Not go. Not much. I thought it was going to go one of two ways, because I knew, I knew you were locked up with the dog. It was either you were going to come here and you'd be like, I didn't watch anything, or I watched... 40 movies because I had nothing to do. So. Well, I'll tell you what the latter or, or the former. I watched a lot of um, Law and Order reruns. Oh, yeah. So I guess I watched that too. Yeah. I just, yeah. Locked in with the dog. Yeah, I put on. Nothing you wouldn't get uh, invested in. Right? Yeah, it was just noise. Noise. I just threw Law and Order on and I sat there, kind of watched the dog, and I played a lot of Nintendo Switch. Yeah. So that was it. Yeah. But of substance, really just Atlanta. A few episodes of yeah. Atlanta. So. No movies. No, yeah. I didn't watch any movies. Well, so I guess I don't have you be. I'm tied with you. I only watched one thing. Uh, two years in a row, it's now a tradition. Uh, Super Bowl weekend. We take the two teams that are playing, and I'm like, hey, let's have like a little fun night. We'll watch a movie, have a dinner based on these two teams. Uh, it really was just a reason for me to make a uh, club sandwich at home. You ever make a club sandwich at home? No. Man, throw together a club. It's a good feeling. Get that third layer of bread. Because you go, I never do this. But you you make a club, you put the toothpick in, and you got the three toasted layers of bread. Chicken. We did we did chicken, avocado, California club. Get your chicken, oh, your avocado. Yeah. California club. Put your bread on top. That's the reach, but okay. Ooh, yeah, I mean, what else do you do? Tacos or sushi, right? Or goat. For, no, it's the six, the region. Oh, not, okay. not the mascot. Okay. okay. Yeah. How do you eat a patriot? I don't know. Yeah. I guess we could watch the Patriot. Sam Adams? Yeah. Drinking Sam Adams? No, yeah. It's, it's for the region, so, you know, we had a count for the okay. club, but, you okay. know. I put, the, I, I put that bad boy together. Can bacon I tell on the top you, with the I, tomato. Can I tell you what movie you watched? Yeah. Did you watch The Departed? No. <laughs> Next year, when the Patriots are in it again. We did this last year. And really, it was just because I wanted to have Philly, Philly cheesesteaks, so we, we made Philly cheesesteaks watch Good Will Hunting. Okay. This year, I was like, fuck. What movie we watch? I guess we could have done a movie set in California, which is every movie, but, you know. Boston, I think, made me think a little more. So we had California Clubs. We watched The Town. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic movie. Great movie. That movie's so good. That's a good movie. It's been a few years since I watched it. Just begin to end. Great movie. That's a great, great movie. Great. I mean, it's a great heist movie. It's a kind of a great, like, kind of, like, low-level gangster movie. Ben, ben Affleck wears a lot of tracksuits in that. Yeah. It's in a 92% percent on tomato. Some good, thick accents. A lot of, a lot of, I mean, Renner, I almost had to put close caption on. Because I was like, there were parts <laughs> I was like, I have no idea what he's saying right now. There, there's a part of that movie where uh, Rebecca Hall's character is like, I'm sorry, did you say your name is Jim or Jem? And I was like, yes, I don't know what he's saying. <laughs> and he's like, ah, it's both. I was like, no, but what did you say? I get that your name is both. It could be Jim or Jem. But five seconds ago, what, what did you actually say? So I almost put on captions. Uh, that's the only movie I watched, but great movie. I have not seen Ben Affleck's... Um, he did like a, like a like an actual like gangster movie, like Prohibition era. I feel what it's called. Um, Color yeah, of Night or something? What was that? Uh, I haven't seen that one either. Something Night. But he did Gone Baby Gone, The Town... And Argo. Yep. If people are mad about Ben Affleck being Batman, just direct. 
Yeah, I mean, that's... He's uh, killing it. When uh, That was my thought when he went... When he became Batman. I was like, why? Why? Just be direct. Was there a rumor? Or was there talks? Or was this in my head? There was... That he potentially would have directed a Batman movie? Because then that makes sense, I guess. If I mean, if that's something he wanted to do as a director, it was like, oh, I want to try my hand at directing a Batman movie. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. He's out. He's out now as Batman. So. Oh, who's in? Uh, no one. They haven't cast anybody. Oh. So it, it was announced that they're doing another Batman reboot. Okay. It's going to be an origin story. So, uh, but instead of like Batman Begins, the way they focus in when we reviewed the movie, we talked about how this actually might be perfect for you because they talked about how Batman Begins focused on his like kung fu fighting background. This origin story is going to focus on how he became a detective. Nice. And they're looking for, I guess, like a young guy, you know, guy in his like late twenties, early thirties, to be the new Batman. So they're taking it back. Origin story. Okay. Okay. Um, so yeah, who knows? But it, not that ben, they're like Ben Affleck's out. Who could do it? Ugh. I don't give a shit who can play Batman. I want to know who can play Bruce Wayne. Yeah, especially if he's going to be a detective. Yeah. You know? Oh, maybe, maybe it's surprise. It's like with the Christian Bale. Just some guy. I was like, oh yeah, that guy's been, you know, he's been acting for a few years. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, does some things. Yeah. Can't yeah. T- I can't tell you an actor who's 26 to 34. I don't know. They all, they all look great. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... We didn't watch anything, so I had... So, this isn't a game uh, to play, but I figured, so it's January, or it's February now. Yeah, it is. So, I, I got a list. Shortest month of the year. I, I got a list for you, and I'll do another one next okay. week. But this is upcoming sequels. So, these are already filmed in post-production. We're getting these in 2019. Sequels. And I figured I'll just go to the list, and we'll just give a little, how you feeling about it. Okay, okay. Thumbs up, thumbs down, you don't care. You didn't see the first one, whatever. These are, I think these are like IMDb, I just grabbed the top six. Uh, we're getting the Lego Movie 2. Eh. Yeah. Uh, from what I understand, Chris Pratt's back. The whole story's back. I am interested. I've said before, I don't watch cartoons, but I'm interested in how the story continues because. In the later movie, they made it clear, like, what we're seeing is the works of a kid's imagination. Yeah. And then they cut to that live action, so, like, is that kid back? I mean... Did they give the toys away? I don't know. I've seen the Lego movie. Yeah. I remember enjoying the Lego movie. But... Did you see Lego Batman? I didn't see that Okay. One. So I would have had the same, like, yeah. plot device. Oh, I, that, oh. I, I think maybe that's why I'm, like, in, like, yeah. eh, because uh, I guess maybe I just don't care. Yeah. Like, maybe I'll check it out. All right. So, yeah. yeah, we're grown, man. We have kids. Yeah. Uh, John Wick, Chapter 3, Parabellum. If I had two extra thumbs, Mark, this would be four thumbs way up. Yeah, have you seen the trailer? Yeah. The, the, tra- the trailer that dropped. Oh, yeah. I'm super into that. Oh, yeah. Super I'm, into John Wick. I'm super stoked. Fighting on a horseback. I'm so, I'm such a John Wick fan. Yeah. Love seeing Halle Berry show up. Do we do two before three comes out? I think three's like a summer release. I don't know. Yeah, we? we haven't done John Wick 2. We haven't. Seems like something some we should do. Godzilla, King of the Monsters. No. I'm not, yeah. No, I saw the trailer. No. Looks stupid. It, there's just nothing. I don't know. The Kong trailer, we did, Kong was the first movie we ever did for this podcast. Right, yeah. And I liked Kong, 
but like the trailer was kind of fun. They kind of made this like, you know, Vietnam. Like it felt like a Vietnam War movie, but then it was like King Kong was in it. This movie, it just looked nothing. It just yeah, the trailer just looked bad. Looks bad. Yeah, who's in it? The girl from Stranger the Things. The girl from Stranger Things. Vera Farmiga. Maybe. Is, and she's yeah, the one that releases the hounds or whatever. <laughs> it's like can't you can't do it? You can't do it. I, because the first time I saw the trailer, I'm like, oh, what are they talking about? You can't do it. You can't do it. It's yeah. like, oh, release Godzilla. Ah, fuck it. Yeah, release Godzilla. <laughs> King, King of the Monsters. And Mothra's in it, right? Is, is Kong in it? I don't know. And then if Kong is in it, is uh, Brie Larson in it? Were those supposed to be connected? Like the Kong movie and this movie? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not interested, though. Yeah. Uh, another cartoon movie. People get hyped for this. Toy Story Four. I had no idea this was happening. Yeah, until we're getting twenty nineteen. I saw like them do a preview during Super. Bowl. Oh, was that a Super Bowl ad? Um, I don't know. Yeah, I didn't see three. I saw three. It was okay. People say it tearjerker. It was okay. Uh, I've heard best one is three. Is I don't remember that whatever. being that good, okay, yeah. but it, that was ten years ago or more. Yeah, three was probably so, a while ago. I'm just going to say, um, eh. What, first one's 1995? I'm optimistic for another Toy Story movie. Okay. I'm not going to, I probably won't figure that. No. Uh, Hobbs and Shaw. I want to do this movie for the podcast. I'm shaking I, my head. I have not seen Fast 8. I will see Fast 8 eventually, but just, you know, I haven't been in the mood for Fast 8. I would love to do Fast and the Furious. I want to do Hobbs and Shaw as a review because I want to watch Facts and the Furious and I want to know how we got from stealing DVD players from a semi-truck to Idris Elba claiming that he is a supervillain and he has bulletproof skin. They exist in the same world. Even, how nine movies later... I don't even fucking know. I... No, man. This movie's going to be garbage. Why are we doing this to ourselves? Hobbs and Shaw. They, they want it. Yeah, I just... It's like the first movie, it was about street racing. Yeah. And yeah. Vin Diesel was this guy the FBI wanted to arrest because he was stealing DVD players from semi trucks. And now we've got to the point where Hobbs and Shaw, who weren't even in Fast and the Ferris, they I got just, their own spin off movie where they're fighting a super, a, a guy who says he has bulletproof skin. I just can't comprehend mm-hmm. the. This, the brand of Fast and Furious oh. is such that it can present. Fast and Furious presents. Oh, is that what they advertise? Yeah. yeah. Hobbs and Shaw. I, I just don't... Vin Diesel's not even in the trailer. I don't fucking get... Yeah. I don't get Fast and... I haven't seen anything since Fast and Furious. Yeah, I heard another podcast that they, they were talking about since like five. Starting with five. is That... You and I was like, I kind of agree because I I do enjoy like five, six, seven. Like when I watch them, there are movies I seek out, but you do have to watch them as comedies because they're ridiculous. Right. And like it is, it's ridiculous action movie, but it is it's crazy where we where we started, how we started to where we are. Yeah, um, it's quite a quite. Yeah, if they come back with Fast and the Furious Nine, which I don't, I assume they're just gonna keep making these forever. Yeah, they are. I mean, eventually, will Vin Diesel just be like? Will, Will Vin Diesel eventually just get the ability to turn into a car himself? <laughs> His Fast character... Fast Furious presents Bumblebee 2. Dom, Dom Toretto, in Fast and Furious 1, 
owned a gas station where they made sandwiches and stole DVD players. And now he is he is such whatever he he's such a good driver that the US government has to recruit him to take down uh I don't even know what the bad I don't even know the bad guy's plan is just to like take over the world and they need Dom Toretto <laughs> former sandwich salesman to it's crazy these movies, these movies are bananas um and we're getting it Rambo 5 Last Blood 2019 Last it's called Blood. It's called Last Blood. It, uh, it's in post production. No commercial that I saw. The only description: John Rambo in his final fight takes down the Mexican cartel. I'm I'm okay with this. Yeah, and I'll tell you why. What? Uh, so Rambo four. Yeah, which was just called Rambo. It was just called Rambo. Rambo. Yeah. So when did they go to the Rambo? Title because the first one was just called one. First Blood. Yeah. Was the second one called Rambo? I think so. I think it's First Blood and then it's Rambo 2. Rambo 2? Um, yeah, so I went to see Rambo, the yeah. most recent one. Right. And that was a ridiculous, yeah, bl- so, bloody mm-hmm. action gunfire movie. But I, I, I think I liked how violent it was. It was very violent. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I'm okay with, with Last Blood. Yeah. I think I'm okay with that. Why don't they reboot it, though? Why do we need Stallone to do it? Why don't they just reboot Rambo? Because he's in great shape. He's in great shape, <laughs> He's in great shape. What, what, what... I mean, obviously they're not going to do it now because we're getting a Last Blood. But five years from now, probably the time to start thinking about you do we reboot it? I think in the meantime, guy comes back, you update it, now guy coming back from Afghanistan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. PTSD. Take it back to its roots, yep. which is that this was a guy walking through the wrong town. Yep. And then, you know, Rambo, another one, I don't know, come up with a name for it, this Fast and the Furious treatment where Rambo won, he was just a guy. Coming back from war, took on the police force. And then it turned into Rambo 3, he became like a superhero yeah. guy. And then Rambo 4, they kind of, I feel like they grounded it again, kind of in reality. But then again, he kills an entire army by himself. He, he, he smokes some fools. Like, he is just like a guy, like, he's like a fisherman, and yep. mer- these, um, not mercenaries, what do you call, um, uh, missionaries. Missionaries. Missionaries, yeah. like, recruit him to, like, escort them to Burma. And then it goes bad, and then he has to, like, kill an entire army. But Rambo 3, Rambo 3 was just like straight up Schwarzenegger, like... Yeah, 3 was where it turned into... I guess 2 is where it turned turned into the bazooka shooting knife and guy. But yeah, Rambo 1, he was just a guy who set booby traps and, you know... But so it goes, First Blood, Rambo 2 is called Rambo, colon, First Blood Part 2. That's kind of confusing. First Blood Part 2. And then... Rambo 3 is just Rambo 3, and then 4 is Rambo. And now we have, for, what is it, what did I say, Rambo 4? Ram- last Blood. Last Blood. Rambo yes. 5 will be oh, Last yeah. Blood. Rambo 5, Last These are confusing. <laughs> I'm, I'm they should have stuck with something. I like how they came full circle, though. Yeah. We have First Blood, and now we're getting Last Blood. Last Blood. They should have just called it Last Blood. But, Does I guess. Does he die? You think he dies? Oh, maybe. 
Or it ends the same way uh, Rambo ends, which is him just like with that big sack, that army sack. Yeah, that yeah, his duffel, just walking, walking down the walking down the yeah. highway. Does he like show up at like a mailbox, right? His dad's mailbox or something. Yeah. It says Rambo in the mailbox. Yeah. He's finally going to see his dad or whatever. I don't know. I mean, that's how Rambo ended. All right. So, yeah. I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll compile a list for next week, and we'll, we'll look at his remakes in 2019. Ooh, so, these are just some sequels. But I can't believe we can even get a list out of this. This is a short list. This was six of 24. Holy shnikes. Yeah. I mean, we're getting How to Train Your Dragon sequels. We're getting uh, uh, Frozen sequel. We're getting all types of sequels. Man. Yeah. Uh, movies I didn't even see the first one right we're getting a sequel we're getting a Happy Death Day 2 in like a month I didn't see Happy Death Day 1 but boom part 2's coming so sequels uh, I I decided to do sequels because that's what Mike and I saw this week we saw the 1993 sequel to the 1992 smash it Wade's World based off the Saturday Night Live sketch starring Mike Myers and Dana Carvey um they play Wayne and Garth, who uh, have a there we go, movie. So originally a sketch on Saturday Night Live during the late 80s and early 90s, Wayne's World is about two teenage dudes who host a public access TV show, which is mainly about rock, babes, and people who live in the area. One day, Wayne and Garth go to a rock concert, and Wayne falls in love with a bass guitarist named Cassandra. Wayne spends the rest of the movie trying to get Cassandra to fall in love with him, he also struggles with a network executive who wants to buy the rights to his show. Was this your first time seeing Wade's World? No. It wasn't. Yeah. What were your thoughts re- revisiting Wade's World? Um, I assume after many years. Yeah, I mean, it, I, I just... It just gave us so many, like, fun pop culture references. You know, I mean... Yes. It is... How, 25 years? 1992. So... 27 years? 27 years. 27 right. years later, and people are still headbanging to Bohemian Rhapsody yes. in the car at the stoplight. Yeah. You know what I mean? It it was phenomenal what this movie did. Plus, it's got Alice Cooper in it. Yeah. I feel like it gave... I rem, Rewatching Wade's World uh, this week, I think I have more fondness for Wade's World than I actually enjoyed the movie. I, that's a good explanation of kind of how I, I felt Where, about it. I remembered every part of the movie coming up. Yeah. And I was just like, oh yeah, like the Alice Cooper, the, the Billy Walkay, and you know, does this guy know how to party? Like that baby laugh. But then we watched it, I was like, yeah, that's fine. And then every scene, I was like, I remember where this is going, but it was funnier to me in, in memory than it was yeah. on screen. But yeah. maybe a lot of people find that way. Yeah, comedy, subjective. Maybe it doesn't age after 27 years as well. But right. in 1992, Smash It had a $20 million budget, made $120 million. Uh, open number one that week, uh, beating out Medicine Man, Fried Green Tomatoes, The Hand That Rocks the Cradle, and Final Analysis, which were all in their multiple weeks of showing. Uh, I don't know what Medicine Man and Final Analysis are. I don't know those either. I know Hammer Rocks the Cradle and uh, Fried Green Tomatoes. But yeah, those are pretty, you know, pretty big movies. Yeah. Uh, Valentine's Day release, so. Hmm. Right on time. Nice movie. Take your sweetie to. Go, yeah. go see some Wayne's World. Yeah, sure. Yeah. It's a good, that'd be probably a, a decent first date movie. Yeah. Co- kind of a comedy, you know, no mm. pressure. Yeah. Re- reading the uh, synopsis, 
I was like, yeah, I guess they're young guys. I know that they both lived at home. That was a joke throughout the movie. Did you ever feel they were teenagers? No. Those guys had to be like in their... They look like they're in their 40s. Yeah, I was... Both guys. I was I, yeah, they just seemed like uh, 25-year-old burnouts. Yeah. yeah. But I was like, I don't think they're teenagers, no, right? No. Yeah, it's, yeah, they're kind of just like slacker guys. That's yeah. what I always thought. Was yeah. Like, yeah, they're older. Uh, huge financial success. So they, they put in a, a sequel right away. It comes out the next year, 1993. We get Wayne's World 2. Uh, this time, the sequel... Uh, focuses on attempts for Wayne and Garth to organize Waynestock, a gigantic rock festival. Trouble comes, however, when a sleazy music executive begins to woo Wayne's girlfriend and promises a fame and fortune, and Wayne must attempt to win her back. Also, gloss over that, you know, uh, Wayne's doing this festival at the behest of a, a dream he's having that Jim Morrison is telling him to throw a festival. Right. So, uh, was this your first time watching Wayne's World 2? No. It wasn't. Yeah. Probably, maybe my third time. I know I haven't watched this one as near as much as I've seen yeah. the original. The original is just on, like, anywhere you went. You you feel like you go to someone's house on Wayne's World. Well, yeah. Two, like, eh. I felt like two had a really big run on HBO or cable when it came out. Because I do feel like when I was a kid, Wayne's World 2 was on a lot. Okay, yeah, I can see that. And so, I've definitely seen this a bunch of times, but like once it was off the... Once it was kind of off the TV circuit, I have not revisited Wayne's World probably since 1995. Mm. So, quite... Uh, what was, like, your review watching Wayne's World 2 um, all these years later? I'd say just, like, generally it's, like, a somewhat entertaining sequel that falls very short of the original. And at this point in time, is so dated, I don't... I don't think they can make this movie right now. Yeah. Wait. The the what's the, the It felt dated. I, I imagine watching this in nineteen ninety three, I feel like this would have felt dated. For like the target audience of like Yeah, teenagers. I'm thinking like some of the jokes and yeah. stuff like Like I don't know who Sammy Davis it Jr. Just, is. Like and even like rewatching the first right. one. Not even the references. Right. I, I'm just like these movies are highly sexist. Yes. And I'm not sure they can get away with it this at this point in our society. Right. Like I was blown away, and and uh, and, and almost like I just I don't know. Yeah. I didn't, I, didn't li- I don't think I'm a fan of of kind of their uh, what's the term? I don't know. Their humor. Their their humor. Yeah. I mean, they're trying to be funny, yeah. but like they're. Their view on women and stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah this is Very kinda, problematic could, views yeah, on women. Yeah, I don't think they can pull it off anymore. Yeah. This kind of thing. The 90s, yeah, totally. It's kind of chauvinistic, you know? The, the, the scene where Garth is at the bar, and he's kind of explaining what it's like to live on his own, and he's just kind of like, swinging to every girl. Like, that's terrible. Yeah, it's awful. It's terrible. Yeah. This idea that like, this Swedish receptionist wants to sleep with Wayne simply because he did a project. Yeah. Like... It's it's it, it's very problematic. Yeah, I, and you know, the other scene, I was like objectifying this, women. That's the objectifying. That's the word I'm looking for. Uh, there's also some humor. The whole like Cassandra's dad and Wayne speaking Chinese. Yeah, like, this is problematic. Like, yeah, he's like not. I mean, he's speaking Chinese. Although, from what I read, he's not actually speaking words. <laughs> he's, you know, uh, but he's doing like this very offensive accent. 
and then they do like this dub over kung fu fight thing. It's yeah, it's just like like this parody on you know the the dubbed kung fu movies. Yeah, but yeah, it's a little it, it's kind of insensitive. Yeah, <laughs> this movie not yeah. a, the big success that Wage World One was. Uh, Forty million dollar budget. They doubled the budget for this one. Had to get I guess Aerosmith cost a little more than Alice Cooper. Probably a little more, yeah. <laughs> uh, only made $48 million Oof. in the box office. Did open number one, though. Beating out Miss Doubtfire, which was in its third week. And then Sister Act 2, Back in the Habit, and Geronimo, An American Legend, which were both uh, opening that week as well. Okay. Yeah. This was uh, the weekend of sequels. Wayne's World 2, Sister Act 2. Yeah, and I'm going to go on record. We'll do Sister Act eventually. Uh, the Superior sequel is Sister Act 2. I think Back so. I don't remember much of it, but I'm guessing so. Yeah. Alright, uh, what do we like about Wage World 2? We'll, we'll start with the positives. Since we uh, kind of just had this negative. Aerosmith. Uh, Although, I prefer the Alice Cooper interaction. The inter- the Alice Cooper interaction is... we watch him do it like the whole... It means land of, like him just being this like... Uh, academic. Super so- sophisticated, yeah. 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 It was very funny. But, the Aerosmith thing was just like... I don't know, they say, like, I think they'll have, like, two lines in the entire movie. Yeah, they didn't talk much, but they're, they're, there. they're there. Yeah, yeah. so, like, that, like, one of my positives, Aerosmith. Yeah. Um, and I like the little, tiny little Jurassic Park parody. <laughs> um, although, weird, right? Yeah, it didn't, I mean, it didn't need to be. It, it was totally movie, wedged in there. This movie is, and I kind of liked it because it, it was super weird, but I was like, all right, if they're going for it, go all in with this weird, like, parody. Yeah, it's kind of like they tried to go, like, do, like, go naked, naked guy yeah, kind of way. which the first one didn't... I watched these out of order. I watched two, and then I was like, oh, I got time, I'll watch one. I was going to skip one, because, like, again, in my mind, I was like, yeah, I know every so times. line of this movie. Yeah, you know how many guns it takes to necessitate a gun rack? More than one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also know that when you stab a man in the dead of winter, his soul, <laughs> steam will rise from his wounds. Um... So I rewatched one and I go, was there also this like parody thing? And there wasn't. No. There, there was this like self, self-referential thing, element, that's in both of them. And like the talking to the camera. But there wasn't, in this movie they do The Graduate. Like there's just the end of the movie is The Graduate. Yep. This weird Jurassic Park thing. Uh, they're just reciting lines from other movies. You know, Chris Farley, I have nowhere else to think. That's, that's Officer and a Gentleman when he, yep. he's kind of failing as a roadie. It was weird, but I'm, they, I'm, they embraced it. And so I was like, all right, if you're going to do it for once, yeah, just. But just it was kind of like, oh, we wrote. We need 90 minutes of movie, but we only got 60. <laughs> yeah. So how about we just parody other popular things? Yeah. Um, I like the soundtrack. Yeah, soundtrack great. Music, music's really great. good. Both both movies, yeah. great music. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then yeah, I enjoyed the, the, like the parody of it. It also made the movie feel different, even though it it's the same. But kind of watching the two, it, it does kind of have this like very one is very wink wink at the camera, but this is even above that, which is yeah. just like yeah, we're like making a movie, um, and we're just yeah, it's very clear this is a movie. We're just putting. A bunch of stuff in it, you know, like... Uh, so, yeah, I enjoyed that. Uh, what, what didn't you like? Um, Jim Morrison. Yeah. Because I fucking hate the doors. What if they would have got Val Kilmer? <laughs> that, I would have liked that yes, better. Yes, I, I also... 
was things like, man, this should have been Valentine's Because, like, I just truly, I really hate The Doors. Uh-huh. Their music, can't stand them. And so, even though this isn't Jim Morrison, I know it's just a guy playing Jim Morrison. Yeah. The fact that they're referencing Jim Morrison in this movie, that these guys, like, love rock and roll music, yeah. I fucking hate that. Because yeah. The Doors fucking suck. And I know that's just my opinion. They're, right. ma- they're huge, you know. They're massive, popular. So, do you hate that element of the story, or you just hate that it was Jim Morrison? I hate it was Jim Morrison. Like, if he would have went and saw, and it was like uh, Jimi Hendrix or like yeah. somebody else who totally died cool. recently. Yeah, totally cool. Or even someone alive. I don't know. Now you see, yeah, dreaming about uh, Neil Diamond. Neil I don't Diamond. care. You know, something weird. Yeah. Um, and then um, I hate the. I, I I just absolutely hated the lookalike Garth girl. Ugh. Just like a dumb... Hey, who's Garth going to fall in love with? A girl that looks like him? Yeah. Give me a break. I looked and I was like, is that supposed to be someone famous? It, it's not. I mean, it's a working actress who works a lot. Uh, also very attractive. I'm sure she was very attractive. So I was like, am I supposed to know who that is? But you don't. Yeah, I, I recognize her from seeing her in other movies. Yeah, but, I didn't but like it wasn't... Um, I, I didn't like any of the Garth side story at all. Uh, yeah, I... It felt... And reading trivia is that Dana Carvey was unhappy with his... The limited amount of uh, Garth story. And so they kind of wedged in this like love story mm. with um, Kim Basinger. And I, just, I didn't like it. It didn't go anywhere. I, I think the only thing I liked about it was the little scene where, where he's like... I know the ways of the woman, or whatever, yeah. you know, he's basically telling Wayne he got laid. Yeah. And then I just like that, Wayne goes, all right. And that's that? Yeah. That's that. Uh, the scene where he, he does, he uh, sleeps with Kim Basinger's character, I don't like it, it's awkward. He does have a great line, which is when she says, take me, he goes, where? where? I'm low on gas and you, you need a jacket. A jacket. <laughs> <laughs> so I do like that line. That's, that's a good line. That's, yeah. Yeah, it's got some funny gems. Yeah. It does. I, watching one, and then compared to this too, and it is kind of, one, it does have a lot of memorable, you know, the Bohemian Rhapsody, probably the most famous thing from Wayne's World, him buying the guitar, you know, no stairway, denied. Denied. Um, there's just like a bunch of funny little things I think people remember from Wayne's World, but it all takes place within a plot that makes sense, a story, like, they, they have a full story, and then all these scenes fit in that story. Everything they're doing makes sense through, from the story. This just felt like a bunch of scenes thrown together with a very loose yeah. plot, which was, he's throwing a festival, and um, Cassandra, manager's sleazy. But then it just seemed like, I, like they wanted to do this graduate scene, and I was like, well... The first one was set like in a realist or real world, even though like they could control like the end of the movie and do flashbacks and talk to the camera. Now Cassandra's just marrying Bobby. Yeah, that's... but they just wanted to do a graduate scene. So yeah, like, oh, yep. we'll have her marry the guy. Yep. Yeah, and so I feel like they just kind of had this idea to do all these scenes and then just like threw it together. Yeah, I was like, yeah, they're throwing together a festival. That's all it is. Best scene of the movie? Do they have a a Bohemian Rhapsody or a uh... um? They don't have a, a scene quite as top tier as that, yeah. but I and I I just really like the scene where they're training the roadies on yeah. the microphone. Yeah. Chris Farley 
Is he the same character he was in the first one? I don't and know. And now he's their buddy? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I don't think he is. A little bit of this is IMDb trivia is that when they wrote the movie, they originally wanted Rob Lowe for Wayne's World 2, but he would play the body character. And Rob Lowe apparently turned it down because he said he, he thought that would be confusing for the audience. Which I agree, that would be confusing. If he just played another character who was also the bad guy in this, this film as well. But yeah, yeah so maybe Chris Farley, there's like, oh, he was the first one, he's our buddy. And now he's 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 Milton. Throw throw a wig on. Throw him a wig on him. And, yeah. Uh, no one's gonna know who's the security guard who uh, had way too much information. Way too much information. <laughs> I had a hard time picking out like a scene from this one. Uh, most of the funny things I remember from Wayne's World were all from the first one. Uh, Ed O'Neill doing his Dota manager thing that is funny to me still. Yeah. Him just. The voices come to me. <laughs> Why do they come to me to die? Like He was only in that one scene. I was like, oh man, I wish they would have sprinkled him through. Not a scene, but I do like the idea of having a 24-hour donut shop. That's awesome. That is awesome. Man, you know, you know how many times at That'd 9 cool place. Nine p.m. I get hankered for a donut, which I go to a drive-thru and just be like, a couple jelly-filled donuts. Yeah, that place was like a... It was like hockey theme. It was like out of Happy Days. Like yeah, it was like a drive up. You could go inside. It seemed like all they sold was donuts too, window. but it was packed. Always packed. They had the drive through. The scene in the drive through was actually pretty good. Yeah, where they're doing all the they're they're breaking up their order when they're ordering it. Oh, and that's in the second one, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and then they, they actually he gets it right. <laughs> that's like, pretty good. Yeah. Um, they just look at you like <laughs> not even a great scene. But I just, as a kid. I used to do this, and it was so stupid. But when Cassandra and Bobby are watching Wayne's World, and Wade just has the flashlight, and it's like, I'm the leprechaun! That brought me back to my childhood. <laughs> so I was like, I like that scene. Because it's so stupid. He's like, I want to get out of here. Where are you going to go? You going to go to Ireland? I'm the leprechaun! And just Dana Carvey's reaction to how terrified he is of this. I don't know how I feel about this one. Kevin Pollock as the county employee. I had that under my favorite scenes. But I think it's just because I always remember the line, uh, we'll cross the T's and dot the lowercase J's. And that always <laughs> just stuck in my brain as something I remembered. Right. But, yeah, nothing super memorable. Yeah, it's I was kind of disappointed watching because I remember, like, the uh, Charles and Heston scene. As a kid, I go, oh, this is really funny when this happens. And then I watched it, I was like, oh, that wasn't funny. It was, it was way shorter than I remembered as a kid. Uh-huh. The speech wasn't even that, like, moving. The, oh. Yeah, it was kind of... It had its... It had some some good moments, uh-huh. but it just had no continuity. Yeah. And in the original, though, I didn't like it as much as I remember liking it. Like, right. we talked. Like, it just had this kind of... In, I don't know, you just enjoyed it beginning yeah. to end. This movie definitely funnier to an 8-year-old me than a 33-year-old yeah. me. Could we watch it. outgrown these. Could yeah. we outgrown these. Um... Alright, worst scene? Something that just didn't work for you? Um, so some we've already mentioned. Wayne talking to Drew Barrymore's Swedish uh, receptionist. That was right. And the whole payoff of the joke is that she wants to sleep with him. Um, I, the Garth and Kim Basinger sings. Although I do like the next morning when he, where he hair straightened. 
hello, darling. He's like, now he's a man. Yeah. Um, I put the Charlton Heston scene. Just, I was like, it wasn't that funny as I remembered, and so that kind of makes it. There's a lot of not necessary scenes. In this yeah, movie. and I think I do think that's why I'm having a hard time coming up with one because there's a, there's so many. Of them. I think you're right. They had 50 minutes of movie. Yeah, and then just, just added just a bunch kept of adding stuff. Things. The kung fu scene was pretty problematic. Now, like rewatching it. Yeah, yeah. Although, great joke. Like one of the few jokes he has was like, "I know seven fighting styles." You know. The bat, the rat, the monkey, and then the Beatles, and he starts yeah. air drumming. <laughs> yeah, air drumming. That's that's part of this movie. There's just these little great little jokes that you go, oh, that, you know, that is clever. Yeah, there's enough to keep you there, mm-hmm. but once you're done, okay. yeah. yeah. Mike Myers goes on to do Austin Powers, you yeah. know, and then Shrek. So two huge successes oh, after yeah. this. Why doesn't Danny Carvey go on to do anything? Why is he just not like the dad who shows up in a movie? Like, he doesn't have to star. Danny Carvey shouldn't star in anything. I don't know what... He had a show for a while. Oh, did he have a show? Well, um, that seems... Where he put on costumes yeah. and... He does impressions. It's kind of his oh, thing. Am I thinking of Martin Short? Maybe Martin Short. I'm thinking of Martin Short. Martin Short had the Jimmy Glick show. That is what I'm thinking yeah. of. He was the guy I was thinking of. No, like, Danny Carvey had a show. Oh, yeah. It's the Danny Carvey show. Sketch show? Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't good. He just seems like a guy who should be, like, the dad in things. He should yeah. kind of, like, have, he should have, like, Matt Walsh's career. I don't know, man. I, I, I think, I think there's a, the, there's something that happens when you got an SNL guy. Uh-huh. That people are like, oh, I love this guy. Yeah. You get to watch him on SNL, but in reality, they, they're good on SNL, but they suck. Yeah. Like, in movies and things, they just suck. Yeah, but Tim Meadows keeps showing up. I mean, you know, he he pops. And great. And it's he like pops thing. up. He pops in there, but we don't have we don't have like a four movie, um, ladies man, you know, franchise that kind of thing. Like he pops in, but he can't carry anything. Well, no, and I'm not saying Danny Carvey should star in anything. I just don't know why he's not like the like, dad yeah, or why the he... principal, like. Why his last... Uh, and so I just want to pull it up. Uh, like, so he was a voice in The Secret Life of Pets. I guess... Uh, vo- you know what? That makes sense. Voice, voice actor. actor. Yeah. yeah. Hotel Transylvania. But then... Yeah, he's like... Never been... Since 2002. He hasn't been in a movie. Other than voice acting. It's just weird that it's like, yeah, it seems like a guy who's like, like Martin Short just like kind of shows up and things here and there. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Like, not even TV. Like, you know, Tim Meadows probably has a giant IMDb of just being like in episodes of Big Bang Theory or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the mean, fact that Danny Harvey's not showing yeah, up in so The Office. Yeah. You know, it's just like, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I just feel like there's, there, there's this like SNL boost. Yeah. And then when they get off of that and then like, oh, I'm leaving SNL, I'm going to do yeah. my own things. And then, Half the time, those are movies produced by Lauren Michaels. Right. And then they just, they fade into into nothing. Yeah. And I wonder if he had, like, a Rick Moranis thing or something. Because it's just weird for, like, a guy he, yeah. to act a lot in the 90s, and then, like, 2002 hit, and he's just like, I'm done acting. Yeah, I mean, I... I, I can't get a role. Yeah. Yeah. That could be. <laughs> that could be. Because, you know, they, they do a lot of, like, you know, if you, if you do, like, a fantasy draft, any SNL cast, I think it would be hard to leave Dana Carvey off. Very talented, uh... Sketch guy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Jim's dad on The Office. 
show up. Be a fun little. Like, yeah, thank Harvey. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if I'd recognize him now. A little guy. Yeah, yeah but you would. Yeah, I'm trying to think if he'd have But you wouldn't be like, hey, stay in the car. Be like, hey, it's Garth. That's what you'd say. Yeah. Oh, it's Garth. Without the hair. Yeah. Um, speaking of SNL movies, so this was the highest grossing SNL movie of all time uh, by quite a wide margin. The, ri- the original. Wage World. Yes, I'm sorry, Wage World. This one uh, no. comes in at number three. So, and I gave out those figures, 48 million. And so this was not considered a financial success. Still the third highest grossing SNL movie of all time. Um, what do you think it's got to run Tomatoes? 28. 61. What the fuck? Yeah. So, SNL movies, there have been 11 of them. Generally not good. So this, Wayne's World 1, which had 84% of Rotten Tomato, which I agree. Like, it's not it's as much as I remember it being funny, but re-watching it, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, it's an 80s. It's positive. It's, it's a, I think it's a positive review. The Blues Brothers, 83%. And then from there, it drops down to... McGruber, 49%. And then from there, I mean, there's 11%, 0% for It's Pat. They just don't translate. It's so hard to do a five-minute sketch. And Wage World, like, at least they had, like, that totally made sense for a plot. Yeah. He does a local access, an executive wants to own the rights to it, and change the show. And now Wayne has to deal with this, like, idea of, like, selling out. Yeah. Yeah. But... Yeah, I don't know. Ladies Man? They made an entire movie out of that. They did. Yeah. My well, my freshman Code college heads. roommate watched like that movie. They love Ladies Man? He he watched Ladies Man so much. <sighs> I couldn't believe it. He's watching Ladies Man and he's listening to It Wasn't Me by Shaggy, like nonstop. That's all that's all that happened, man. Ladies man. That's all that happened in the dorm room. He wanted to know how to be a ladies man and he wanted to know how to create an alibi. <laughs> Okay, so he got caught cheating on his woman. Uh, does what does this do better than Wayne's World One? Nothing. I can't think of a single thing it does better than Wayne's World One. They introduced the parody. This is the only thing I read down. They introduced the parody aspect, and it's something that was absent from Wayne's World One. And so they added this, and it was fun, you know, doing that. But you got really Wayne's World One, the, best, the superior movie. Yeah, I mean, and if you bring up, to me, if you say the parody as well, you're comparing something to nothing. Yes. So there's not really anything to improve on. That's it. That's really (laughs) it. They they had this element that didn't exist in the first one, because the first one worked fine. Right. And they introduced this, and uh, it worked for a few scenes, (laughs) but really, yeah. Uh, um, So what does the original do better? Um... Having a story that makes yeah. sense. Like, rewind, man, the plot really just makes no sense in this one. Doesn't. And it's so, like, paper thin. Yeah. Just, yeah. Bobby. Man, they, they did get. Wayne uh, Stock. Yeah. They got. Um, Just for Walken, though. You know, they got Walken. Yeah. They got Aerosmith. I don't. Was, was Drew Barrymore big time at this? Was she. 93? Was this pre Scream? Yeah, pre screen. So she's on her way up. Yeah, so she was probably not child well, actress. Probably not well known. Yeah, I mean, she, ET. So like, it's probably during that period where like she was the child actress, the rehab stuff. Came back, maybe Poison Ivy or something, or you know, maybe I think this was kind of like coming back, mm-hmm. and then 
Because Batman Forever comes out, I think, the next year. She has a very tiny part of that. Right, yeah. from the thing, And then, yeah, Scream. And then from there, it's Charlie's Angels. The Sky. Yeah. Uh, would you like to see a, a sequel? A Wayne's World 3? No. I'm a firm no. Yeah. You don't. You want to know if Cassandra's band makes it? I think. I think Crucial Taunt does just fine. <laughs> she should go solo. Does she need the band? Apparently, she just does covers. So yeah, that's true. She does that's actually that's do a, a, of her own. <laughs> so I guess you don't need a band. You can just get any <laughs> band to play covers. So yeah. All right, okay. Then how about this one? Um, should oh also, if they did make a sequel to this, I could not think of anything. For me saying, where has Dana Carvey been for the last 20 years? I can't think of anything sadder than Mike Myers and Dana Carvey putting on the Wayne and Garth costumes to be slackers yeah. who are clearly in their 50s. I mean, I don't think... If if they did... If they popped onto, you know, how they... You know, wild and crazy guys, you know, would pop up on SNL yeah. once in a while. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, if they popped on Run SNL, for SNL next weekend. They might have done it for, like, a, uh, like, SNL 40th anniversary. Sure. Yeah, like, that's fine. I think that's the only way that but a movie. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't think we can be doing this. I was like, I just feel so bad for you guys. It's clearly a money grab. <laughs> you guys can't be hurt. Well, at least Mike Myers. We got all this Shrek money, man. They got, yeah, that dude's rich. Yeah. That dude is fucking rich. All right, and then I guess the, the bigger question, then. A remake? Would you like to see this? Could could this? Should this be remade? Oh, man, no, no, I don't think so. I think the characters are so Mike Myers and Dana Carvey. Yeah, they, the idea of doing a Wayne's World just means you're doing a Wayne's World impression. Exactly. Yeah. 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 That's a good point. Yeah. Fun, funny concept though. The idea that you know these two, like especially if you go back to Wayne's World one, of. These two slacker guys yeah. all of a sudden like get this big opportunity to be on late night TV and what that means. Got their yeah. show. Yeah. Got their their guitar. Can't actually play anything and I was gonna ask you, so so you're a guitar player. Especially watching Wins World One. Can Mike Myers play the guitar? He's holding an E chord. So he can play an E chord. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he actually can play guitar, but he's not really... Wayne's not really playing guitar much. When he's in the guitar And what store, he's doing yeah. isn't sounding... His, what his hands are doing isn't sounding like what the music is coming yeah. at. <laughs> so he plays in Wayne's World 1. He plays a riff. He goes, oh, I'll play the Can I Help You riff. And obviously he's like, okay, obviously he's not playing that. But then it goes to Danny Carvey playing... Or Garth playing the drums. And I assume that's Danny Carvey playing the drums. It seems like he can actually play the drums. Then it cuts back to Wayne, and then it just seems like he's just like playing. And the guy's like, "Are you done now?" I was like, "Is that him actually playing that?" I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. It didn't look very authentic to me. Yeah. Um, it did not look like Bradley Cooper when <laughs> when they're in the donut shop after he buys a guitar and he kind of just strums it once and says, "And her name was Cassandra." You think that was actually him? Probably. Because he, <laughs> he just plays, he just strums the, the open strings. I think maybe that was it. Yeah. That's all he could do. Um, yeah, I don't I don't think you need, uh, need to remake nah, it. Nah, nah. I don't think anything, like, they probably should just stop making SNL movies. There's definitely nothing now, like, 
I don't feel like they do the reoccurring sketch as often as they maybe did in the 90s. That's kind of why I got off SNL. But you definitely can't pull something from the 90s and say, in 2019, this is still going to be relevant. Like, yeah. You can't do a Coneheads movie now or a... Um, uh, like a Will Ferrell, like the cheerleaders. You know that was that was a funny sketch from the two thousands. If they tried to make a movie now, they'd be like, man, what are you doing? Yeah, like, yeah. Um, and then and we don't even to... know where Sherry O'Terry is yeah. at this point. She it, disappeared. She like, what? Why is she just showing up as someone's mom in like some indie teen comedy I'm watching? It's like, oh, Sherry O'Terry plays the mom. That's fun. <laughs> never, never, never shows up. Uh, I do the one thing I do not a remake. But I like the style of the movie, which is the like talking to the camera, the yeah, self-referential, being the, able to break like the fourth break wall. you the fourth wall. Yeah, yeah. so once you do that, you know, and not have to be Deadpool, you know, just just a comedy, just a slacker comedy. Oh shoot, I watched another movie this week. I forgot to add to my list, and just saying it out loud, I watched uh, Days of Confused. Oh, on Friday. Uh, holds up. It's a great movie. About slacker comedy. It's a great movie. Yeah, yeah. I said yeah. slacker comedy. I was like, oh yeah, I just watched. I that. haven't seen that one in a long, long time. It's it's great. I, that is a dynamite movie. I watched it. I think I think I looked. It's like I don't know, ninety four percent of Rotten Tomatoes. I was like, yeah, and it's great. Yeah. No, nothing happens in it, but it's just great. It's just this nice it's just movie. It's, it's one night for these these teens. If you haven't seen um, Richard Linklater, was it Linklater who does Days of Fuse? Yep. Um, Everybody wants some, which is, feels very similar. I think it's Texas seventies. You mentioned that in a college. Sh- you mentioned that in a yeah. show a while ago. I, yeah. I think it might have been what you watched. It might, might have been, been yeah. Because I think I watched like two it, years ago. I mean, it feels know. very similar, except now they're called. It's, it's, it's about college. Well, it was kind of like a spiritual success. I think Did that's how people describe that. it. Yeah, I think yeah. he came out and said that actually. No characters are the same, but it, the feel of it. Very much feels like a. I'm gonna check that one out. Days of Confused. Back to back them. Good call. Days of Confused. Summer first day of summer vacation. Uh, everybody wants some. It's the week before college starts. All right, and then right after that, Team Wolf Two. Go Team Wolf Two. So, uh, did, did I ask which one two? Do we need it? Do we say no? I'm saying no. I don't know if you asked, uh, but I'm saying no. We did. Yeah, which one one? It wasn't as great as I remembered it, but still, that's the movie that everybody remembers. Yeah, that, that's, that's all. It has lines. all the lines. It's got the liquor, you know, the introduction of the licorice dispenser in the car, that kind of thing. Genius, which everyone you know should aspire to do. Yeah, have that. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, if you have thoughts on Wayne's World too, you can email us at dbtgpodcast at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter, dbtgpod, Facebook. Uh, or write a review. Let us know what you think about Wayne's World 2. Let us know Dana, if you're Dana Carvey. Let us know who you've been up to. Yeah, Dana, what's up? He's like, man, I got, I got that uh, I got that Wayne's World 2 money. I just retired. Is he Canadian? He's like a Canadian guy. Probably. Yeah. Just moved back to Canada. And like, he may be He may be penning the script for Wayne's World 3. <laughs> just right, yeah. Working on it for 20-something years. Like, Although, it's going to be a masterpiece. Well, they did no writing credit for him. Oh. Mike Myers. The character is based on the creation of Mike Myers. Ooh. So, maybe, maybe they got beef. Maybe like a little bit of a snub there. Maybe Mike Myers blackballed him from Hollywood. <laughs> he went on to do Austin Powers. No handout for his boy, yeah, Dana Carvey. Yeah. Yeah. That'll do it for this week. We'll be back next week with another uh, sequel remake. We'll, we'll find out. Post it on Twitter. You can follow along. I put a fun little gif that somehow relates to the movie. 
Uh, so you can get People love those. Yeah. I love those. Oh, if you're on Postal Twitter, use a GIF. Uh, yeah. So we'll be back. Until then, it's been Don't Be That Guy, a guide to sequel remakes. Party on, Mark. I'm low on gas and you need a jacket.